WebmasterRadio.fm. Your web search is over. It's time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO rock stars, log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. drink, so it makes it a little harder for me to deny the story. 
If it was we'll just, just Dave, we'll it would be no we'll problem. Just, we'll just out Matt for pulling double duty on the YPN team. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if, if any of you haven't been yet, uh, YPN uh, has a blog now, ypnblog.com, I believe it is. And if you go there, they have this this nice picture of everybody doing the big fly and Y hand symbol, which in the U.K. is quite obscene, just so that you all know that. Really? And that's what uh, Dave was telling me. It could be mistaking my hand gestures, but supposedly not a very nice gesture. But whatever the case, there's this picture there in the second post down now. If you go to ypmblog.com, I'll post it in the chat room. There you go. And uh, there's this dude right in the middle that looks just like Mr. Cuts. Maybe when he switched places with Jeremy. There you go. <laughs> he really switched. Maybe he really switched and cruised over there and they took a photo. <laughs> it kind of looks more like Matt crossed with Barry Schwartz to me. There's a little Barryness going on there for sure. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see right. that. Definitely a little Barry. But, uh, what, so this is, we're just going to like talk stupid stuff the whole hour. You, I sent you that link, the uh, the, uh, the Google AdWords, the dude that fell in love in the airport line. Right. That's kind of new and exciting. We Post should probably that help that blog. guy out. I would think that, there, you know, I might actually resurrect my blog and post about that. Because <laughs> I have about 400 pill spam posts piling up and you know, I haven't even been able to blog, but I would think that there's enough people in the, in, up there in the Silicon Valley with enough blogs that if you put the word out, this guy could find spread. the chick he's looking for. Or it maybe he could spread. find the chick's husband who will come kick his ass for stalking <laughs> his wife. <laughs> I can see the so, headlines now. Man buys Google AdWords, killed for stalking. Yeah, so for all you guys who don't get it, if you go to Google and you go to Google Local, then did it only show up in the local search? I only got it on the local search. I, I went and hit the main uh, search. I put it on my blog. You can see the ads. But if you go to Google Local and search for, uh, well, we found it searching for Marriott Hotels in San Francisco, California. A friend of mine found it, actually. So, yeah, this poor guy's at the airport. He, you know, has this weird little Hollywood moment where he sees a girl from afar, decides he's in love with her. Of course, doesn't even talk to her. No. And the funny thing about the ad is you get the impression that he believes she felt the same way. Well, if you go to his, if you go to his page, there's just a couple sentences here. Basically, this is, uh, this is what his page says. It says, uh, I, was at the SF, I was at SFO Wednesday, April 5th, picking up some relatives from the Paris Flight 84, which was running three or four hours late. And while waiting at the arrival gate, I met, quote, unquote, met that girl, long blonde hair, dark blue eyes, had a Levi's T-shirt and blue jeans. We made eyes contact and nothing else. I was with a friend of mine, so I couldn't get to talk to her. And now I can't find a way to find her. She was driving an SUV. That's all I know. So if you know that person who is... Oh, my God, a blonde driving an SUV in San Francisco. (laughs) That would never happen, wearing jeans and a Levi's shirt. Gee, that narrows it down a bit. And, uh, so please let me know. I was that French guy with dark hair, dark blue Abercrombie shirt, and blue jeans. Thanks for reading. Sorry for the spelling. As I said, I'm French. If by any chance you think you might know that person or even better, you are that person, please email me. I really want to get in touch with her. For some reason, I don't even know. I'm in San Mateo County, California. Please write Kevin Amoros at wannadoo.fr. Now, so if, if nothing else, his name is getting added to every conceivable spam email list as that site gets crawled. 
why do you suppose he didn't buy it on AdSense? I mean, AdWords, you know, on the regular search interface. How, how does that happen? Why did it end up on the local and not? That's a very good question. Well, there is a Matt Cutts. I don't know if it's the real Matt Cutts just uh, joined up in the chat room. Maybe he knows. We have to have some code question. Hey, Mr. Cuts, if you're listening, tell us why we got that on local search only and not on the main search. Um, of course, I might have got it uh, in local from the from Canada, but not in the main for Canada. Anybody out there seeing that ad if you search for Marriott SFCA on Google regular? Well, it, Mary, yeah, no, I don't know. I didn't get it. But the thing is, it's actually a pretty neat little thing. And I told you about the time that I was having, uh, you remember the the blonde, uh, remember the original first pub con in Orange County, Bar Con? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, little, the little blonde Google team crashed the party, <laughs> didn't buy a booth, but showed up anyway. And it, well, I, anyway, I recall them. I was having issues with that particular team as far as billing for a client, and they wouldn't return my phone calls. Mm-hmm. So I put up an AdWords ad that said, "Hey Google." I did. The funny thing was, is I could bid on the. I you couldn't put the word Google in the ad. I had to misspell it with two, three, three uh, O's. But I could bid on the word Google. <laughs> so the ad said something like, "Hey Google, when you you know have a clue, call me. I'd like to spend money with you, or something like you know." I had my phone number in it, <laughs> and. Dude, my phone rang off the hook. But it was all these little old people that thought I was like customer service for Google. <laughs> so these little old ladies are calling me. I typed in this word and it didn't. I don't understand. <laughs> it was cool. That's fantastic, man. That's awesome. It was a great idea. And uh, they finally called me back. <laughs> Good. Well, before we get carried away with too much more completely, you know, irresponsible, unrelated, stupid SEO stories, let's uh, do a little housekeeping, pay some bills, and maybe when we come back, we'll have something of uh, you know, a little more rock stars level quality to discuss. Stick around, SEO rock stars. We'll be back after this short break. Raising your ad inventory profits to the next level today is as simple as xy7.com, the only affiliate network giving you top payouts daily. Plus, you'll enjoy over 100 fresh high-converting offers, your own xy7.com debit card, good anywhere, and true 24-7 dedicated support. Our affiliate managers even sleep with their Blackberries. So why run your ads anywhere else? Let your site work harder for you today with xy7.com so you won't have to. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. 
help you thrive in the marketplace and the media. VR Web. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. I only find you attractive to me. How about you, dear? Is that that lovely steamy odor? Wow, it smells like sex. Anyway, all right. That's funny. Everybody in the chat room is going, oh, they're in love. I like that whole aspect of I'm on radio. No one can see what I look like. And it was sort of my nice ha 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 to the listening audience. Clad, just in a pair of heels. Naked, wearing only high heels. Sailor, say, Brandy. It is nice to be celibate as long as you can do it with everybody. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. FM. off. Now back to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. Uh, I get a chuckle every, every time we come back because I can just see you saying, let's rock. Is that me? <laughs> That's so you, dude. Where was that from? Oh, who knows? Yeah. And yeah. my, I, I had I had the stream on most of the day, which is is unusual for me. But I was listening to Webmaster Radio most of the day, and uh, they play the crap out of the Monkey Boy promo, dude. I love it. Hey, just so you know, I've gotten personal emails from listeners that think they're overdoing that a bit. They need to tone it down. <laughs> yeah, and I, I certainly need a new contract where I must get approval of, because everything's always taken so out of context. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not even under contract right now. My contract was only for, like, X number of shows, and I'm pretty sure we've exceeded that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I actually never signed my contract, so (laughs) now it's out. But, uh, you know what, actually, there is some SEO stuff that, just some personal experience stuff this week. Um, Do you notice any major kind of Google changes on Monday? Uh, I I haven't, not on, on any of my stuff. What I have noticed this week, though, is one of our 
uh, sites that, w that we track over here um, took a beating in AOL, really? which would be Google-ish related, a billion well, dollars worth of Google related. Yeah, you know, we've, so we've been tracking this, uh, all the big daddy stuff, and for the past several months, most of my consulting work has been cleanup work. You know, the ones where, hey, we used to do really well, we kind of went crazy, did this, that, and this, and now we're, we're torch nowhere. And um, So the whole process is really trying to identify everything that probably pissed them off, get it cleaned up, get to the, get restore the site to a point where we can grovel if we need to, mm -hmm. and then, you know, track as we go along, and a lot of times that work in and of itself will fix the problem without us even having to go beg, which is kind of cool. So... Yesterday, I remember one of my first blog posts, well, I'll put it in the chat room, was about the ex-client that got all stupid with the got links thing. Right. And just as a recap for you guys, I had this client, we spent six, six eight months and restructured his site and reorganized his content and did a great job and got him really great rankings in Google and all over the place. And then the contract expired and, you know, I'd given him a plan of... So he went out and just did the kind of, um, if a little is good, a whole lot more is even better thing. Signed up with got links, um, bought links in them. Didn't didn't reciprocate, but bought into it and went for this. In an industry where, you know, everybody has a couple hundred links apiece, got six to 8,000 links in 30 days, right? That's not, not all at of it. all noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had all these long talks about link churn and, know, trying to fit in, and he missed all that, and so anyway, he found himself back in the toilet, like, instantly, totally torched, so he came, he called me back up, he begged and groveled for about a month, you know, to rehire me to fix it, and I, I kept saying no, because I was kind of upset that he ruined our, my work, I, I hate that happened, so um, we kept, I finally took him back on as a client, we've been working on it for a while, and as of Monday, which was yesterday, right? I can't remember what day of the week it is. Uh, yesterday, we had a little reshuffling, and boom, he's back. Oh, that's very good. pleasant. And uh, we're back in there. And I'll tell you, one of the the biggest things that we did, I think, is has to do with the Yahoo directory. I think Google's putting a lot of weight on that directory, more so than in the past. That may just be coincidence, but... That was one of the key things. Other than getting all his crappy links removed and purged out of the database and those kind of things. Which can just um, be hell and take forever to do. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's like, okay, because the nice thing, at least with the, you know, you got to track down, and then there's always going to be sites that run old versions. When you get into those, those linking schemes, you can't always take back what, you know. And then, so, though this is even better. So he's working with another link guy that we all, both of us know, who does really good stuff. Uh, Moses, right? Okay. And so um, so this guy's helping him get good quality EDU things. And the one thing about this client that's kind of funny is I always check up on him and I find stuff sometimes he didn't tell me about. It's like, dude, didn't we have a talk? We, you can't do that. I need full disclosure because if I ever have to go to bat and, like, argue your case... And whoever I'm talking to finds stuff I didn't know about. It makes me look like an idiot, right? Can't do that. 
So I'm looking at his backlinks in Yahoo, and I find just these two pages on an abandoned.edu blog where it got signed, right? Right. With links to this site. And I'm like going, oh, my God, he's got a competitor that's out there running, a, you know, trying to hurt him. It's blog spam. But I only found two. So I called him up. I'm like, what's up? He goes, well, the link guy, I was telling I was, you know, he said you should go out and look and find, if you find any similar links on a .edu, you should try to get links on that same site, right? <laughs> so he stumbled across this abandoned blog on a .edu and thought that that fit the profile that the link guy was telling him about. So he signed it manually. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, you're on a page with Viagra and poker players. I'm not sure that's really going to help that much. <laughs> so, but he's, you know, he's thrilled to death. He's back. Um, and we cleaned it up in a fairly reasonable amount of time. And a lot of it seems to do with the new uh, Big Daddy thing. We've been getting stuff purged out quicker. Um, we did some testing on another client where we were doing some 301 redirects to domains I own to see the difference and whether he's in the box. And then that whole media bot thing, and we talked about how that got us in trouble, right? Right. Are you still seeing that? Well, we I, I took all that stuff down. Oh, okay. But what I did see that was cool, so as just as a quick recap, what we were doing is this one client site, his homepage doesn't show up for anything. He's kind of like, seems like he's penalized. So what we did to test it is we 301'd his, we took a subdomain of my site and pointed it at his site and did a 301 for Google to see what would happen using a different address. So what happened was it worked well. We showed up for the business name and got all that kind of stuff. But we didn't, this this client runs AdSense and we didn't 301 the media bot. So the media bot's showing up and grabbing stuff and dumping all, and the media bot's contributing to the regular database now. So what has happened is we end up getting the site indexed both ways, you know, 200,000 pages from my domain and 200,000 pages from <laughs> their domain. Everything turned supplemental and everything went white and just crap. I was like, wow, that didn't work out the way I expected. Sorry about that, dude, you know. Uh, so we figured out what it was because... We finally realized, so we took the 301 off. But what I did was I went to, um, I used the index, you know, the site removal tool, and I just took that subdomain and pointed it actually at the Rockstar site for a day. Oh, really? Yeah, so I took it and pointed it away from his site, pointed our site, and threw up a robot's text on the Rockstar site, excluding Google, and removed and purged all occurrences of my domain, like, and it was gone in literally a day. Totally gone. Just quicker, clean, clean. And within three days later, all the supplemental problem was fixed. And everything's getting recrawled now in the original location. No duplication. We're all clean, good to go. And, uh, much, much quicker and, and faster than, you know, smoother than times in the past when I've done similar stuff. So... In general, I'm, I'm pretty impressed so far. And, that, you know, it'd be nice if, you know, I don't, I don't want to beat on Yahoo because I like them a lot most of the time, but if they could get a little bit up to speed with that sort of stuff, the re-indexing, the 301s, 
and and get that index cleaned up. I mean, we got we got some stuff in there that you know, site redesign, new URL structure, 301s are all in place, all that kind of stuff, and it just sits there churning and churning and churning on all the old URLs. None of the new stuff getting picked up at all, and everything's been done properly as far as, you know, right. how, to, how to take care of it. And on, on top of that, let me ask you this about Yahoo. Are you noticing that there's a lag and a, a stagnation as far as crediting new links? Not just bad links, you know what I mean, not the push-button stuff, but... Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Just, uh, just sort of in, like there seems to be sort of a general lag with Yahoo. They used to be the fast ones, you and, can, and they're certainly fast about um, indexing, crediting, counting the new links. But we're just seeing like no movement whatsoever, and even and even MSN slowed down. So those two were really bad as far as, or really good, <laughs> depending on your point of view. Uh, it's stuff flying up to the top pretty quick with the large surge of links. Mm -hmm. speaking, of, speaking, of, speaking of MSN, here, here's your SEO Rockstar's tip of the day for MSN. Subdomain spam kicks ass in MSN. Oh, yeah. Like, like huge. I'm, I've been sent some examples today, uh, just outrageous stuff. I mean, kind of, you know, you kind of knew that it was, yeah, of course it worked and everybody was kind of gaming it. Stuff I've seen the last couple of days is just silly, absolutely silly stuff that, you know, I just want to go put some subdomains up there now, <laughs> to be quite oh, honest with you. No, it's it's crazy. I'll tell subdomains of JavaScript redirects. If you have a blog and you really want to kick MSN, go download our subdomain plugin. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, you don't even have to be Blogspot. <laughs> Blogspot works better, but you know you can be your own, your be your own thing. So, um, so Matt was asking about the MediaBot thing. If it really is Matt, uh, supposedly it is. I got a, an IP Matt at whatever at Google dot com IP resolution, which is kind of funny, isn't it? Well, and he's made a few jokes that kind of would indicate. No, he, I know he's really he, the guy. Uh, no, what's funny is that he's acting like he's not aware that MediaBot indexes stuff and puts it in the index. <laughs> That's the funny part. So he wants me to show him an example. And I will as soon as I, if I can find it. But anyway, I'll explain how I, I found that, is that um, in the plug-in stuff that we were toying with, I was we were bored one day, and I, was, I remember we talked about how the AdSense on the site never matched what I was writing about. So we built a thing to where we served the content in a different template for MediaBot to try just to toy with tweaking the words on the page to see if we could make it. And uh, we ended up finding several of those pages as the cached copy in the regular Google database with no links, right? Right. Truly only giving that page to the MediaBot. So... Um, and the thing is, with when you have AdSense on the page, so the the idea is the problem with doing bot-specific redirects if you're using AdSense is that every time a human with a browser loads that page, they're sending the original URL to Google, right? That's right. So, you, so when the when the bot shows up and read, you know, it's almost kind of like a little, I don't want to say cloakbuster, but 
uh, we didn't really test what would happen if you 301 the media bot to a different URL, but then humans keep sending the original URL that the AdSense is on. Had didn't really play with that. <laughs> so many options, so many ways to spin it and steer those little bots around. Well, yeah, you know, and they're they're pretty sneaky and uh, kind of tricky sometimes. Well, Shoe Money's uh, hammering Matt in the chat room now. Rumor has it you guys are using MediaBot to nail cloakers. Yeah. I was, I was actually having a chat with uh, somebody in the chat room last night who wants to build some made-for-adsense uh, sites, but then not allow and then block Googlebot from them and only let MediaBot in because he just wants to game MSN and Yahoo because then he won't get kicked out of AdSense for having these spam sites. And, uh, I mean, the methodology was entirely wrong, but, I mean, he was kind of on the, on the, the right track if, in fact, MediaBot was only doing that single duty. But, of course, obviously, no index tags and whatever will be a better solution. But it was kind of funny that, uh, you know, that, that thinking is already out there as far as even well, the fact you know, it, it, with one of my clients, it caused like an issue because I kind of got pissy with their tech guys because I'm looking in the cache and the cache data this page, and it's showing the original URL is way after I told them or they told me that the redirection was in place. So I'm like, oh, "What's wrong with your system?" And you guys didn't do it right. So you know, we pulled the log files on that site. And the only dates, the only requests that were corresponding with what was in the cache were being made by media partners. So there you have it. Very interesting. Quick way to get in trouble with massive duplication. So turn your AdSense off if you're going to cheat. <laughs> if you're going to cheat on Google. <coughs> There's lots of traffic to be had at MSN and Yahoo, so keep that in mind, people. Tell you what, let's take another break while I go read some feeds and look for more news, and uh, we'll come back and fill out the second half of the show. Cool. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. World PubCon 14 comes to Boston April 18th through the 20th at the Heinz Convention Center. If you're involved in the production, marketing, or management of a website, this educational conference, starting where other conferences finish, is a must-attend event. Hit the edge at PubCon with superstar author Malcolm Gladwell April 18th through the 20th at Boston's Heinz Convention Center. Register now at PubCon.com. That's PubCon.com. Here you go. Who are these people? Your customers. Customers? Yep. See, now that you're sharing all your media files through P2Pads.com, you know, like your MP3s, video files, software, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And advertising all your sites through our global peer-to-peer -peer network. Get to the point. Well, we're able to bring millions of your fellow surfers, basically, right to your front door. For more details, visit us at P2Pads.com. P2Pads.com. Expose yourself. 
You're brilliant, brilliant. at creating innovative ideas, ideas, building brand value, and increasing customer loyalty. But when it comes to measuring, testing, and optimizing every online interaction, you need help. In the fast-changing new world of marketing, the web is where it's happening. Where it's happening. That's why a powerful online marketing performance management solution is the next major evolution for web trends and for you. Web trends. Web Trends Marketing Lab. You bring the art, we'll deliver the science. Learn more now at webtrends.com. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Naylor. Guys are like garlic breath, and I'm gonna stand the back of the car. It's like, dude, what is the garlic bread? He's like the garlic bread with the garlic snails, with the garlic chicken, and then for like cocktails, you add like the garlic strawberries, and it's like, and then you put on like like the garlic cologne with the garlic face mask. And it's like, uh, dude, that's not garlic, that's your ass. <laughs> Tune in for more inspirational moments with David Naylor and Michael Demint. Every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. off now back to seo rock stars let's rock here's your host well we're back i was gonna go digging through thread watch and the search engine watch blog while we were on break but i got distracted over at matt cutt's blog and i'm gonna pick on him a little bit because he's in the room and i'm pretty sure he's listening to the show but uh, he actually put in a call. He forwarded the call for papers for AirWeb, which is the Adversarial Information Retrieval Summit. That right there is pretty funny. That's just funny. I mean, and you Isn't know that it's cool that we make them have their own conference? <laughs> That's pretty. That I, I, I'm proud of that. The particular areas of interest include, but are not limited to, search engine spam and optimization, crawling the web without detection, Link bombing, a.k.a. Google bombing. It's right in there. Comment spam, refer spam, blog spam, blogs, malicious tagging, reverse engineering of ranking algorithms, advertisement blocking, and web content filtering. Dude, that's like a job description for an SEO. <laughs> I know. And they want you to do that for free. Yeah, here's how I did all that. Here's a nice paper. I mean, at least MSN offered a lot of cash for it. <laughs> Right. True what enough. Of, what kind of dork's going to do that? I mean, you know, it would be funny if it did. <laughs> Not quite sure it would make much sense to do that, but... Well, it all depends, you know. it's. It, I think we're still a little bit in the world where, you know, you, you get back to the, the bank hiring the guy that, that broke in and cracked the safe to make better security. 
Right, no, it it clearly is going on. The problem is what the engines don't get is that they have yet to offer the kind of cash that would make it in someone's interest to actually do that. It's kind of like the idiot that took the ClickBot and tried to shake Google down with it and said, what do you say, give me 200 grand and a job? Yeah. (laughs) Or I'll make this open source? It's like, what an idiot. You'd make way more than 200 grand just using the damn thing, so why don't you just shut up and turn it on? I mean, well, what, you know, I don't, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, it's just, it, there's still a lot of people out there that just don't, don't have a real concept of what this, this industry is really about. I mean, I, I think back to when I really got, you know, neck deep into this was when I was selling, selling, got, first got into the pill game. And, you know, I was, I made good money. I won't never deny that. But I was naive enough and knew enough that I really didn't have any concept of how big it really was. Same sort of argument. And I could be retired on a beach somewhere if I'd had a little better idea what was going on. Yet, here I am, corporate bitch. I know. for a living. Isn't it sad? <laughs> it's so bad for you, man. Ah, life goes on. I still get to play around evenings and weekends. It's a rough gig. <laughs> no, I sit there and say that, and, you know, I'm just a corporate bitch waiting to happen. Well, you just yesterday, man, you called me up and you're like, "Dude, I'm not that far behind you." Yeah, that made my that made my week right there. My week was made on Monday. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, okay, we need to grow or get the new office and spend it. You know, it's like, I'm gonna now all of a sudden it's like there's clients that I don't really want, but now I'm thinking about taking them just for the cash flow. You know what I mean? I've never sure. ever done that. Well, the other side of it is, I mean, if you if you are you know getting the new office and putting a few more you know asses and desks over there? Then you can take those cash flow guys on and just go here, junior SEO. That's yours. That's pretty much what the plan is. Because then, I mean, last thing you want to do is sit there all day actually doing the SEO for these people. No, and that's why all I really do is consulting. So I don't really do any of that now. I pretty like Tuesday is the worst day. I spend all day on the phone on Tuesday. So by the time we do the show, I'm hoarse. I can't talk very well. But you know, I just never the people that want me to actually write title tags is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you how to do it, but I'm not going to write you know four thousand title tags on your site. Yeah, well, that's the nice thing about. I mean, the the most clients we work with are large uh, retailers, and they're all these they're very you know big dynamic sites, and you can go in and just say, here's the rule for your title tags. And then they're right. all, you know, dynamically generated and stuff. So, you know, that's that's awesome. But, you know, no way. I don't have anybody on my team either that's going to sit down and write 4,000 title tags. Here's our best practices document. It's all about consulting. It's not about, you know, getting in there. And who's going to actually give you access to the website? You know, there, there, there's like a cutoff point where, you know... Sometimes you can't even get access to, you know, you can't get a guest login to Omniture or Core Metrics or whatever to to look at the stats. Right. That that just that's just silly. That drives. See, I just tell them you you run our code, or we don't do it. <laughs> you know, you got to. And I'll tell you what, the other thing that is the most irritating is attorneys. I mean, attorneys in general annoy me. <laughs> but. It's this process that we go through, especially with the larger companies. Now, over the years I've been doing it, you know, my contract is 
not your normal. If you ever just picked up an independent contractor's contract, it's such a joke because it, it does nothing to protect you, and it pretty much gives your first unborn child to whoever you're working for. So mine's quite a bit different. I have several things in the contract that are absolutely non-negotiable for me personally. You know, where we resolve, you know, if you're a big corporation in New York and I'm a little guy in Southern California, we're going to resolve our differences if it goes to court here in L.A. County. Little things like that. Um, intellectual property. I'm not a work-for-hire guy. You can't take what I give you and resell it or patent it or, you know what I mean? It's, so there's specific things. And I'll even say to clients or potential clients, you hear and let them know, you know, it's like, well, this has got to go to legal. It's like, well... I'm just going to hang up on you right now because if it goes to legal, I can tell you that I won't agree to anything they change. It's <laughs> non-negotiable. So it goes Contract. to legal. It goes to legal, and it comes back dripping in red ink, just slaughtered. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hysterical. These guys sit there, and so I write them back, and, okay, so what part of non-negotiable did you not understand? Good luck. I hope you find somebody that works, blah, blah, blah. See you next week, you know, next year. And, and I get this all said, and a couple days go by. And the phone comes, comes, and oh, we got a new version. And ultimately, it gets back to exactly the way it was when we started. But the attorneys created their red lines and, and they get made people think that. they're worthy of being there, wasted two weeks' worth of time, tons of hours to their employer, all to get back to the point where they ultimately cave and sign the contract the way I originally gave it to them. <laughs> and it's those things that I just is so irritate me. I just have no time for that, and, and it's happening more and more. I just it's not good. Yeah, but on the other hand, you're you're still at that point where you kind of get to balance it a little bit. You still get to be the guy that sticks to the guns and says, you know, what part of non-negotiable didn't didn't you get? You're not at the point yet where you're going, okay, I got you know four staff I need to pay next week. Oh well, you know. And that's the thing. It's like I've torched some significant deals with big, big-name companies over those issues. And it's like, the thing is, it's the insulting part of it. Not only that, it's not just like lining stuff out. They totally changed the contract to be in their favor. You know, it's, just, it's like, what? Are you kidding me? You know, I, I don't think so. Stop wasting my time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because that, that falls right on the heels of, you know, we got your name from so-and-so where we heard you speak and you're the best and we totally want you to work on our site and all that buttering up. And then, yeah, but we're not signing this. Well, I guess you don't really want me to work on your site then. Well, I mean, here's the thing is, is you, especially stuff like, okay, you sign a contract, it's for a specific amount of time. My minimum is six months right now. We only do, you know, longer-term stuff. So most contracts will come back from the attorneys and say, this is a six-month contract, but it can be canceled by so-and-so with 10 days written notice for any reason. It's like, well, that's not much of a contract now, is it? Right? And it's, it's like... Kind of no point that right there. Right. So you can use me for a month... And I turn away other work because we have a contract, and then you turn around and say, okay, we don't need you anymore, and here's our notice, and we're done. It's like, no, you can't do that. Not with my contract. You, you know, you can can me for failing to perform my duties. But, but otherwise you pay for six months. Right. You can stop using me. Right. The, the big problem with SEO, 
and, and you run into this everywhere, is you can't kind of do it, and you can't really meter it out over six months. Right. You jump in and you go, here's what's wrong with your site. Fix this, this, and this, and ranking will go up, traffic will go up, revenue will go up, and it does. And then the rest of the contract is more of a, you know, monitoring, tweaking, adjusting, making sure everything's in line, getting but that incremental well, 20%. That's the other, that's where you big corporate guys make it. You need to be more honest about that. The reality is you work really hard in the beginning of a contract, and then you sit back and just cash the check the rest of the time. To a point. To a point. You know, and other than cranking out the silly little reports to make somebody feel like they're getting your time, you know what I mean? But it's a big myth in the SEO thing that the whole maintenance thing that there really takes a lot of this work. After oh, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you and what you're saying there. And and to that end, I won't go into detail, but the the way we do it uh, at Range, where I, where I work now, we we are starting to shift how we present that and how we pitch that and how we sell that, and uh, it's getting a very positive response because of exactly the things you're saying. Well, and you know what? The way I pitch it is like, okay, look at it as a payment plan. In other words, you're not paying me X amount of months. You're paying me this one lump sum, but I'm going to allow you to break it up over six months. That's absolute, That's the key right there. And we're going to work really hard. And during that term of that, while you're making the payments, you're free to follow up and ask questions or whatever you need to do. But I'm not going to sit there and, you know, send you a statement showing hours. And, and how much time I spend is really none of your business. It's all about the results. And so what's kind of cool now is that clients, you know, we can, if we hit pay dirt and get them back in and fix in the first month, they don't even call you for the next five. They're just making their payments until they've paid the contract and everything's good. It's a much, much better way to manage it. Yeah. And then that's the key. SEO is a project and it's a knowledge transfer. It's, it's not a monthly... It's not an hourly thing. No. Absolutely not. That's the other thing the attorneys like to put in. Because I, I, what I do do sometimes is I, I put in things that say, you know, in the event the time I put in exceeds a certain amount in a month, then from that point on I'm going to bill you by the hour. Just to take care of the crazy brain-sucking clients that just want to spend four hours on the phone a day for talking about nothing. Right, and, and a lot of it's still predicated on uh, a somewhat, you know, a quasi-hourly rate. I mean, when you set out to quote these things, you sort of say, you know, I kind of expect this is going to take me about this much time, and my time is kind of worth this much, and then, then you come to some sort of cap on that. Um, but, there, you know, that's not to say that, you know, time is worth $1,000 an hour or anything like that. depends on the client. If you, you know, if you think you're going to go into an SEO project and make the client $3 million just by boosting rankings over six months. I'm going to get paid. <laughs> Damn right you're going to get paid It's going to be relative to how much money you put in your pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing worse than uh, bumping into a client driving his brand-new Porsche that you did three grand a month SEO for going, hey, man, thanks a lot. Best money I've ever spent. Well, uh, yeah, if, if there's one word of advice to any people that are new to this business is that you never, ever base your rates on time because that's a finite thing and you're only going to make so much money and it is based on value and you need to negotiate accordingly yeah. especially when you know you know I mean I'm in the middle of that right now with a, a 
client that'll be nameless that you know that I've been through that thing with. I'm right. Neck of Woods. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, we're, we're probably finally coming to agreement. It took a long time, and that was pretty much the issue. Well, and if you're just if you're just starting out and you're you know looking into that, you can structure your your contracts in such a way that you you cover yourself. I mean, if if you want to go into a rev share thing or some kind of percentage, but you're you're a little concerned, <coughs> pardon me, about you know covering it, and you know if it doesn't get picked up for the first few months, you, you go ahead and you can get creative. It's your contract. Structure it however you want. Say you know three well, you know, that's grand a, a month or X dollars a month or a percentage of sales, whichever is greater, and, you know, work a clawback in so at the end of the contract, you know, the client's happy because they haven't lost out paying you three grand a month or four grand a month or whatever if you didn't do what you did. But the other and side you know, is... we should probably do a whole show on that soon because the art of performance-based deals, like, took it took me years to get it right. <laughs> I can't remember the first one I did for a company that made uh, Israeli martial art videos. Ooh, you know, that's it's like cool. I actually did. I actually made a little money on it, but you know, it was tough and tracking it. And there was always those deals you did that just, were, in, in the end, you're like, God, that was the dumbest thing I ever did. I worked so much and I made nothing. <laughs> so you know, there's I certain know. processes you got to go through as far as to evaluate the product and the client, but I, I think it's where the industry needs to move as a whole because there's no, so I, many I disillusioned agree. people. Yeah, I, I think that that's... It, well, it, it's the counterbalance to going out there and saying that SEO should cost you, you know, $150,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you say to the client that comes to you and gets on the phone and says, you know... I've worked with three different companies in the last 18 months, and I've spent about 150 grand, and and I haven't really got any results. I still have faith in SEO, but well, I only I only have faith for five grand a month, not ten. You know, or, or how do you tell that guy? All right, the fourth time's the charm, dude. I promise. Yeah, and and that is becoming incredibly common. Everybody out there, especially you know, in the in in the in the bigger companies, let's say Fortune 1000 size companies, they've all been through at least one or two SEOs at this point in the game. Very few people are walking up, knocking on the door saying, uh, we'd like to just try this SEO thing. We've never done it, whatever. I mean, every site that you know I look at and do proposals for have been SEO'd before. Right. And so I, mean, I personally, I mean, I almost feel obligated to take that project on a back-end thing just to prove that our industry isn't a bunch of scamming idiots. You know what I mean? It's almost like my credibility is impacted because of that, so I want to earn this guy's trust back in the industry as a whole and the idea that it's the proper thing to do. I just feel wrong going, well, I know they said they'd do it and they didn't, but I'm really the real deal and I'll take care of it. And then those kind of clients, they're so motivated. Here's the thing, is they'll pay far more if you're successful. I mean, you know, hey, if you if you make it a guaranteed thing, um, I'm not talking about ranking so much. There's all kinds of metrics to use to determine how you get paid. But uh, if it's based on performance, they'll pretty much write you a, 
almost a blank check. Yeah. Well, and you you have to get down to that revenue number, that performance number. I mean, spitting that. I mean, basing it on rankings is only as good as the keyword list you come up with, and that is that's the ultimate scam of SEO right there. We'll get you number right. one for ten terms that all contain your brand name and are all five words long. Mm-hmm. No, see, that's wordless, and it has to be based on, I mean, if you're going to do it on, on positions, you need to factor the popularity of the phrase, I mean, how many people are searching on it, the position on the page you get, and also the market share of the particular engine. Come up with, a, you know, we, we have a visibility thing that we do, it's like a formula we use to really determine, so we can say, hey, we can make you overall globally more, you know, so if you're successful with the difficult words, that's worth more money than getting ranked better for the little silly words that nobody ever types into the box. So the client makes money because you're performing on the words that actually perform. Uh, that's that's dead on. Um, you know, when, when we go in, when I go into pitch SEO, we get down to a point where we start talking about rankings and the whole reporting system and all this and that, and just sort of take a moment and say, you know, let's just put all this aside for a little bit. And what we're really here to do is is impact your bottom line, increase your revenue and your online profitability. That's what we're going to do for you, and we're going to do it through natural search listings. And you watch these guys' eyes light up because the last three SEO companies through there didn't mention the word revenue, didn't mention anything about increasing your profit margin or your online spend return. And they well, just it used to, you know, that's how... It used to be. Our job was to bring the horse to the water. That's it. You didn't really, the industry didn't really do a whole lot beyond that. But, but my question to you is, like, are these bigger kind of clients, are they more open to those kind of deals now? You know what? It, it's not, I don't think it's so much the clients. It's, it's a bit of an agency thing as well. I mean, agency life is, uh, is very different than the life I used to have. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but to to go in at, at at that that level and talk about you know performance based rev share deals that's what everybody gets a little squirrely on both sides because nobody nobody does it that way. There's a few companies out there. Um, you, you know Tim Ash, Site Tuners guy. I'm sure you've met him. Yeah. Uh, it comes to all the conferences and stuff. He's he is all about that. His whole pitch is performance based. And and it's big numbers performance based. He's I mean, going in about you know at, at seven figure uh, increase ranges. Right, right. And it's and, but it's a hundred percent performance based. There's no there's no you know safety net of X dollars a month while he's ramping up or any of that sort of stuff. And that's sort of where I think the agency world starts to get a little you know a little cagey about it because you know they got. 50 people on staff, and they got office overhead and travel expenses and all these other things that need to to run. Yeah, so you can't run out and just sign all the bogus crap contracts just to get the cash volume to the door to keep everything up and running. Because I mean, we're 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 moving to that whole thing. That's going to be 100% how we do stuff. But you're right; you can't grow the company as fast that way because there's investment on my part in time and man hours and you know. So you got to be more selective on the projects you take, one, and those projects have to become profitable before you move on and take other ones. Yeah, it's a little bit different, you know, for for guys like you and me. A little while back, 
where it was just, you know, you were just you in your office, and I was just me in my office, and we had some stuff going on the side that we lived on, and if we wanted to cherry-pick a client to do a rev share deal, we totally could, and it didn't matter if we didn't make money on it for the first three months. Because when we did make money, it was good, but we had that other that other income to support it. Yeah, I just think you could be big and do it both, do it that way. And, and yeah, I'm, I don't disagree with that at all. I think it, it's a mindset thing. It's a, it's a, I'm going to say it, it's a paradigm shift. That's, my That's a cool word. Word of the day toilet paper word right there. Um, it's better than uh, Web 2.0. Web 2.0. I, I, did, I found out today I'm not very Web 2.0 at all, to be quite quite honest. Somebody at, at Microsoft asked me if I was using the new Live.com yet. Um, I said, you know, I really don't care for it. All you need to do is make your fonts really big and use a soft little drop shadow and little rounded edges. <laughs> I mean, like text link ads. Not to yeah. bag on them, but they went 2.0 today. <laughs> really did they, did they launch, a new, launch a new site today? Yes, they did. It's you know. Don't really oh, get no, it. I got to go check it out. Don't really oh, get that's it. very Web 2.0. Not sure what Patrick, it. Patrick, Patrick. Oh, it's got the little floating feedback button and everything. Oh yeah, it's got it all. It looks like Rand built it. <laughs> he's Mister Web 2.0. But I, I figured it out. I, I don't use my contact list in Outlook. I don't bookmark anything. I don't, I don't subscribe to a single RSS feed. Oh really? Well, I do that. I really don't. When I want to go read something from your blog, I go to your blog, see what's there. Well, yeah, but you don't like use the feeds to scan what's new and then go read. I mean, I read the stuff at the site. Yeah, no, I, I, I really don't. Although I don't go to your site anymore because I know there's nothing new there. You're right. <laughs> Hopefully I might fix that soon. Well, you know, we did it again, man. It's 5 o'clock. All right, so... Um, we, we turned absolutely nothing into a one-hour show. I think we're going to have a guest next week. Let's book a guest for next week. Not uh, sure who yet, but barring well, we'll go. We'll we'll get it everything rolling over on the Rockstars blog. And I'll, let's say this: barring not finding a guest, we'll do the uh, show that you just uh, we were just talking about with the contracts and starting out as an SEO and rev share deals and all kind of stuff. We'll dig into that Art a lot more. Science of a performance based deal. There you go. We'll dig into it a lot more than we did off the cuff today. So we'll we'll, we'll gun for a guest. If we haven't got a guest locked in by the end of the week, we'll let you know on the blog. And then over the weekend on a Monday, you can post your questions whichever way we decide to go by Friday. How's that sound? Works for me. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we will catch you next week.
Webmasterradio.fm. 